Sponsored by Just Eat. Woo! Tap into Ireland's leading food ordering app. Just Eat. Find your flavour. On McDermott on 2FM. With Transport for Ireland. Plan your journey door to door with our free TFI Journey Planner app. Delighted and excited to welcome back to the studio for the first time in 2019, great friend of the show, Mr. Sean Cannon Early, with a brand new fancy title, by the way. He is now Director of Social for Teneo PSG. Now, listener discretion advised for the next 10 seconds. I'm giving you warning. Young ears in the car. Literally just 10 seconds. You can flick it off starting from now. I'm going to read this headline. Robotic dildo barred from top tech showcase prompting sexism claims. That's one of the things we're going to get to. Uh, Sean, what is uh, CES? So it's the Consumer Electronics Show. It's a big event that's held in Las Vegas every year since 1967. And it's an opportunity for like the big tech companies to show off innovations, new technology, future gaze. Look at the kind of things that we all see in Black Mirror kind of come to reality, which is exciting, interesting, mildly terrifying, uh, but always provides some really good headlines like the one that you just read out there. Okay, we'll get to that in a little while. Right, let's do the basics. What are, I suppose, the big headline tech unveilments? unveilings at this uh, this year's CES. There's sport. some really interesting ones. Uh, the one that is, I suppose, getting the most coverage online at the moment is a bendable phone. So it's a phone tablet uh, that essentially you can bend in the middle. Now, personally, I, I don't know how exciting I w- or excited I now, would be to use it. You but... can bend or it's on like hinges and you can fold it over. No, it, it, you can you can bend this thing right in the middle. It was unveiled by a company called Royal Flex Pay. Um, they're a Southeast Asian company. But essentially what we're seeing is this movement towards screens that are a little bit more durable, a little bit more flexible and fully bendable in the middle. What's interesting is, is that uh, I suppose people are getting excited about this particular product because it's a first. Is it going to be the best? I would have questions over that because other tech companies like Samsung and LG are gearing up to potentially present their own versions of these bendable phones. But, you know, when, when you see the videos, when you see the imagery, immediately think, God, that looks really cool or looks really unusual or really different. So that's the first one that a lot of people have been talking about. In the mobile phone space, a uh, really interesting announcement from Samsung, which is that they've been granted the first FCC license for 5G phones. So, you know, we have 3G and 4G. So 5G is coming. So 5G meaning fifth generation in terms of its speed. So for delivering internet to your phone. So that's going to be something that a lot of people are going to be talking about as and well. What's, what's the FCC? The FCC is the Federal Communications Commission. So they... And the only reason I've heard of that, and maybe some people have heard of it, they don't realise they've heard of it, is the Eminem song. So the FCC won't, won't let, let me be. be or let me be me. <laughs> So let me see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that does sound familiar. Okay, so they've granted the licence. <laughs> Some good. other kind of weird and wacky ones that we've seen are, um, so you know, these voice technologies, so your Amazon Alexa, your Google Home, etc. Um, there was a company uh, called Numi um, who showed off uh, <laughs> the first intelligent toilet. Um, so a voice-activated toilet. Um, the, the phrase or the, the kind of description I've seen is that it kind of verges somewhere between luxury, excess and stupidity. Um, the toilet it has really practical features like monitoring your water usage and water efficiency but it can also give you a bit of a disco in the bathroom play music for you have a light show it's just it's a little bit over the top but I like, love that it's one of those things that you'll definitely see when you go to like a fancy hotel in Asia Is, are people going to really use it here I, I don't know so much can it, can it, Can you command it to flush itself without touching it you can you can also have it order you groceries so it's a, it's a bit of a 
maybe a gimmicky one, but uh, again, really interesting. Uh, in addition to that, one of the things I thought was really interesting was Samsung and Apple, um, which would be kind of historically rivals, are actually working together. So what we're going to start to see, so Samsung unveiled an 8K TV, um, but what's interesting is that iTunes and AirDrop are going to be available, um, or AirPlay are going to be available on this uh, new TV. So it's really good to see these tech companies working together as well. So that's kind of a new piece of innovation. I would say out of what gets presented at CES, maybe 30 to 40% actually come true into terms of real life kind of uh, usability and value. But again, really interesting to see where certain people's heads are at. And then we move into the bots side of things. Um, so Samsung unveiled a bot, uh, which is called Bot Care, that monitors your vital signs like your blood pressure, your heart rate, and it can notify 911. To be honest with you, I think a lot of these, or 999 obviously uh, based here, but a lot of these particular products, they're... While we might find them a little bit creepy, when we think about like older relatives, like grandparents who might be living alone or kind of, uh, you know, people who may not necessarily have families around them and they might be elderly, a lot of these bots are really going to improve their day-to-day lives. Sure. Once that we have some form of, I suppose, uh, legislation or kind of a rule book to kind of keep these things in check so it doesn't get all too black mirror on us. Okay, I want to ask about the um, the adult toy that was, um, <laughs> that was banned from the showcase. And also I want to talk about Huawei, the phone company, because there's something... Mm-hmm. You said it's like the Cold War of mobile phones, is how you phrase it. What's going on with them? So we're back with Sean Cannon early right after this. Let's do Eminem. Let's do aforementioned FCC song, Without Me. Here we go. 2FM. That right there was Eminem on uh, 2FM, inspired by Sean Cannon Early's reference to the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. We're talking about um, we're talking about a, a big, oh, what's the official name, Sean? The Consumer Electronics Showcase yep. um, in the States. Now, there was an adult toy on mm-hmm. display that was barred. Um, it was the company's first product. The company's called Oze, I think, is it? Yeah, that's the one. A hands-free device developed by an almost entirely female team of engineers using new micro-robotic technology that mimics all the sensations of a human mouth, tongue, and fingers for an experience that feels just like a real partner. Now, it's easy to, oh, scoff and tee-hee-hee this story, right? But same again. Maybe somebody's lonely. Maybe they haven't found the person that they want in life. And they have needs that needs to be satisfied. And this here product satisfies that gap in the market. No pun intended. So what's the problem? Why was it banned? So it was initially awarded um, a particular I suppose, technology award at the show. Um, afterwards, what happened was the CTA, who runs CES, um, came out and they kind of said, look, ultimately, your product doesn't fit into any of our existing product categories and they also kind of deemed it as slightly obscene as opposed to you know something that they accepted in kind of the wider tech space and the guys in Osei understandably were really annoyed because there were other uh, products that were on show at CES that they felt were more overtly sexual so their personal massager as they as they labeled the product they felt was you know kind of um, advocating for female sexuality and that's the reason why they felt as though they were smacked down in I suppose the comparison being that from a male perspective there was a uh, a VR porn company run by a couple of guys and then there was also um, a literal um, sex doll for men that were all okay to be shown at CES that is an obvious double standard it is yeah there's an imbalance there for sure so yeah the guys um, in, in, in Ose have kind of been fighting this and there's kind of an article um, in, in the Guardian where they kind of talk about how they feel that you know a men's sexuality is allowed to be uh, I suppose explicit 
with you know th- those particular products yet really we feel that this is kind of a, a ban on female sexuality so it's daft actually it is and i think what really th- we're going to see is this kind of play out and i, I would I wouldn't be surprised if the ces uh, i suppose communications department rolled back on this considerably based off of the outcry that's kind of come out today about it little note that's come in from the team there i was saying maybe someone hasn't found a partner and they said well, or maybe they have a partner and just want an orgasm for the first time in about a year and a half that's true too <laughs> uh, okay right and very finally because we're talking about all things tech this is unrelated to, to this particular showcase but a big story over christmas was huawei the, the kind of like they're the biggest player in the asian market for mobile phones or, or certainly one of but have they been officially banned from the states one of the the top dogs was arrested she was uh, their conspiracy charges basically saying that the the chinese government is using huawei as a front for spying so the chinese government do own a uh, share it's not a majority shareholding but they do, they own a stake in huawei as a business and and as a result i suppose your intelligence agencies like your cia and your fbi they're never going to fully trust the product um but i would imagine there is some sort of a kind of a suspicion and it's kind of a as we mentioned a bit of a cold war going on where they're not necessarily fully trusting in them but they're not also kind of calling them out publicly as being kind of duplicitous so yeah it's it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting news story but uh, yeah I, I think there'll definitely be more developments in that space in the year to come and final final question 30 seconds no more the, these home assistants like the Alexas and the Google Homes and what, are they always listening so they never switch off so when you tell them to switch off you see the way in which the software is constructed it has to always be listening because it listens out for when you say hey Google or Alexa unless you actually power it off the plug they are listening to what you're saying what we don't have is solid concrete proof that it's recording everything that you're saying okay. from a from a lifetime perspective which is a more important question I guess are they recording exactly um, there was a really interesting again you said 30 seconds but I'll try and keep it short really interesting uh, news story last year where uh, an individual asked uh, their Amazon Alexa are you broadcasting to the FBI are you you know sending my information to the FBI and Alexa talked around in circles and didn't necessarily answer the question so again obviously the conspiracy theorists you know, we set a light online with this particular evasive kind of answer to a question that, you know, you would think would be a very straightforward. No, of course I'm not. Let me ask my phone right now. Okay, Google, are you sending my information to the FBI? No government entity has direct access to our users' information. Respect for the privacy and security of your data underpins our approach to responding to any legal requests we might get. You can learn more in Google's transparency report. There you go. Very reassuring. That's very reassuring. <laughs> Sean Cannon Early in your brand new position of Head of Social for Taneo PSG. Uh, welcome back to the show. Happy 2019. We'll see you soon. Happy New Year. Thank you. Hey! This is 2FM.